If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to Minigame Jukebox, the podcast that explores the storytelling power of video game music. I'm Michael Ferris. So far on the show, I've only discussed original game scores. However, that is only a fraction of what is possible in a game's soundtrack. Games frequently implement pre-existing music from the real world to supplement the score that was created for the game. When used incorrectly, licensed music can be immersion-breaking and just kinda out of place. However, when they're used correctly, licensed music can be just the right thing to hit the needed narrative beat. Like with original scores, licensed music is perfect for setting the scene of time and place. The most famous example of this is the radio stations in the Grand Theft Auto series. Flashback FM, where every night's a dance party. This is Tony on Flashback With every FM. new entry, especially during the PS2, Xbox era, the radio stations set the perfect backdrop for all the chaotic crime and mayhem that will ensue. Grand Theft Autos 3 and 4 are packed with pop and rock of the new millennium, San Andreas features rap and hip-hop of the early 90s, and Vice City famously acts as a greatest hits album of the mid-80s. On a similar note, the Fallout series uses 40s and 50s pop and blues music to emphasize the retro-future aesthetic and the concept that all culture in this world stopped in the 50s. The music also adds a darkly comedic twist to the world, since most of the music is light and upbeat, while the world around you is in decay and full of horrific violence. However, this only scratches the surface as to what licensed music can do. Having licensed music play can help tell the story of a character without speaking a line of dialogue. One of my favorite examples comes from the first Life is Strange title, specifically with the track Santa Monica Dream. This soundtrack emphasizes a warm, nostalgic feeling. The player character Max reunites with Chloe, an old friend, and Santa Monica Dream causes you to reflect on memories past and the pain that comes with the passage of time. The soundtrack for Saints Row the Third mostly mimics the Grand Theft Auto series, with radio stations of various genres of music. However, there is one use of licensed music that stands out as particularly unique. Early on in the game, there is a sequence in which you and the leader of your gang are listening to the radio, and Sublime's What I Got plays on the radio, and you two start to sing along to the song. Yeah. Oh shit. Turn yeah. it up. You remember this? Come on. Dude, this was like, this was my high school, right? Early in the morning, uh, rising to the street. 
you get a wonderful sense of their friendship and camaraderie without any traditional exposition or cutscenes. Not only does licensed music help tell the story of a character, but it can help tell the overall narrative and themes of the game. One of the most notable examples of this comes from Death Stranding. During multiple sequences, especially after emotionally intense cutscenes, low-tempo music from bands such as Low Roar and Churches will play as you explore the world and complete your objectives. The music helps the player decompress from the intense emotions that fill many of the game's cutscenes. The world of Death Stranding can be an emotionally draining one for many of the game's characters, and with the music, the player gets the luxury of an emotional release that many characters do not get until the very end. Red Dead Redemption also has a similar emotional release. About midway through the game, your journey ends up taking you into Mexico, and you are given about five minutes to just ride your horse, take in the sights and sounds of the world, while Jose Gonzalez's Far Away plays in the background. The track really emphasizes the overall journey you've gone on so far, and how far you are away from home, and how much you still need to do. When telling the story in a game, music is a powerful tool. And while original music can be made custom for a story a developer wants to tell, sometimes a song that already exists hits just the right beat. And even pre-existing knowledge of the song brings a little extra to the table. So next time you're hearing your favorite song while playing a game, Think about why it's there and how it helps tell the story of the game. Thank you very much for listening. The executive producer for Lore Party is Abu Zafar. Minigame is written and produced by Michael Ferris. Follow Minigame on Twitter at Minigame Podcast and follow Lore Party at Lore underscore Party. Visit Lore Party at loreparty.com and email minigame at minigamepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening.